Hi y'all, so this is Beyond the Set with our last and final episode, so kind of crazy, and today we're going to end it, you know, where we where we started, so today we are going to be talking about ways to manage and prepare for college, and this is me, K-Ron, Amber, and Janiya. Yeah, so let's jump right into it. So, Janai, what is something that you should do once you hop straight into high school? Um, well, the first thing I believe is to, one, talk to your parents, maybe about college if you're thinking about it. And then also make sure that you are communicating with your advisor. I don't know if y'all were close with our advisors in high school, but I was. Like, they knew me. They knew my mama by name and all of that. So definitely, like, kind of don't go into high school just, like, thinking that it's nothing. Like, actually think about what you want to do afterwards. Because those four years go by fast. They do. Yeah, speaking of, like, that, um, when it comes to, like, high school, like, sometimes you really... Like, some people actually go into high school not knowing, you know, like, about college or, like, yeah, I'm just going to get to high school and then I'll worry about college later. Um, that was actually my experience. Um, in high school, yeah, they talk about college. Probably, like, sophomore year, they start asking, like, oh, do you know where you want to go to college? And they asked me that question. I was like, um, no. I'm just <laughs> trying to, you know, get through. Because high school itself, like, it's just it's a mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, just socially and academically. Um, so I was just trying to get through that. And then junior year, when I saw my other peers just applying for colleges and starting to, you know, decide what they want to do, it's like, okay, now I really have to consider, you know, what, what is it that I want to do after Mm-hmm. you know these four years because like you said it does you know go by pretty quickly so yeah. yeah I had a bunch of friends like they were like part of the gifted <laughs> program and I was with them but I wasn't like with them you guys know what I'm saying like it was we did the same we had the same classes mm-hmm. but it was like I guess we had different motives like I thought that they had their whole thing planned and they were fully motivated and I was just like I'm I'm just doing my work, you right. know. I'm just doing my work and, you know, to stay. So it is important and despite you not going to college, if that's not your plan, you know, it's still important to get good grades and stuff because if you're going to a trade school or whatever, then that stuff is important. But like Janaya said, make sure that you talk to your advisor because the better the sooner you talk to them, the more connections you can make. Mm-hmm. And that goes into one of the requirements you need, actually, when yeah. you apply for college. Yeah. Recommendation, recommendation mm-hmm. letters. And yeah. that's, like, very fortunate of you guys. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Y'all have that bond with your advisor. I never really got that because there were, like, 300 students in my class, only, like, three advisors. So it's like, oh. you know, you really had to be on top of them, make sure, like, they knew your name and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. But... Another thing, it doesn't have to come directly from an advisor. If you were in a club or something, or a sport, Mm -hmm. and then... Because that's where I got one of my recommendations, was from, like, my poetry club sponsor, you know? So, I think a similar consensus for this is, you know, try to to make connections and just, um, you know, 
have a plan or at least try to develop a plan of what you're going to do and where you're going to go after high school. Because high school isn't forever. Mm-hmm. And it kind of went fast for me, especially since I was in the COVID mm-hmm. era. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Half of it was online. Kind of crazy. Yeah. So jumping from 9th to 11th grade, uh, um, how should we go about the college application process? You know? I'd say when... I don't know if I would start in ninth grade because ninth grade you're just entering high school. I'd say just enjoy it and you know really submerge yourself and you know I'd say start like maybe like towards like the end of ninth grade like the summer and actually sit down and look at you know colleges that have the programs that you think you want to get into. Look at the requirements, the SAT scores. Um, what else? If you have to write an essay, which most colleges, you know, they require that letters of recommendation. Mm-hmm. What's your GPA supposed to look like? All that type of stuff. So, like, my... Well, this topic is hard for me because I didn't... I don't really know what I did to prepare for college because I kind of started in middle school. Mm-hmm. I started taking high school classes in middle school. Uh-huh. Like, and the whole thing was to, like... To prepare for college was to take honors and AP classes. Like, that's what I was taught. So, from seventh grade, I just kind of, like, got... I was in... um, I don't know if y'all have it, but we had a program called AVID. It was... It's like a college... Yeah, it it was like a college readiness thing. And I started that literally in, like, the sixth grade. Yeah, so college has always been, like, a thing. And they've always talked about, like, um, preparing for the... ACT, SAT, but, you know, you can't really do that until you get to your junior year. So the main thing that I just focused on before junior or senior year was just taking, like, honors and AP classes just to get my GPA up because I knew that was, like, at least a minimum requirement that I could, like, meet. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So now we're going to go in, like, to the actual requirements for applying for college Mm -hmm. and just a really big suggestion when you guys are actually getting ready to apply and you know you're going to college, do it in the summer, like, of going into your senior year. Because your senior year, you do not have time. Right. Your senior year, you, have, you still have classes. Mm-hmm. They, will not, they will not give you a break just because you're applying for college, you know, because that's something you're supposed to do outside of it. You still have homework deadlines, project deadlines, and now you have college application and scholarship deadlines mm-hmm. if you're trying to get money. So do it during the summer. And plus, if you're going to take that SAT or ACT, it's better to have a set amount of time you can dedicate to it mm-hmm. rather than having to study for other exams on top of it. Because we all struggle with time management, and that's going to be a very hard thing, you know? Yeah. So um, what are some requirements, you know? Like, wh- um, how did you guys apply for college? Um... I started, okay, I was applying for college in, like, 2015, so I don't know how things have, like, changed over the years, but, again, I was an avid, so I I was in this college readiness program, or in this class from middle school all the way up until I graduated high school, so literally in the class, my senior year, we was applying for schools, that's what we did, we had, like, a whole, um, 
folder or binder because we used to have to carry around this, like this three inch binder so we had this uh binder and we had to keep up with all the schools that we applied for all the scholarships that we applied for so i kind of just sat in school for like an hour or two and just did that i didn't really apply for college outside of outside of school like everything was just done in there with my teacher right yeah, yeah same with with me um i never applied to colleges like at home or anything like, I remember, it was our junior year, um, they sat us down, we'd go to the computer room, and we'd actually apply for colleges or look at colleges of our interest. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my process. Um, yeah, that's what I remember. Well, I, my junior, my sophomore year, going into my junior I was like, I'm getting out. Like, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was watching YouTube videos on how to apply for college. Mm. And then they introduced something called the Common App. So Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I know the Common yeah. App, yeah. That's what we had to apply to most of the colleges, too. Yeah. The Common App is essentially an app where you can, like, submit and upload all your documents as well as putting your information in. Mm-hmm. And then you were able to apply with um, for multiple colleges. Mm-hmm. The maximum is 20. Um. Yeah, all together, you know, rather than going to the specific site for the university mm-hmm. and then inputting that information for as many colleges as you're applying for, yeah. you know? I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that kind of application. I forgot. I forgot. I used it, especially the college deadline, because I was procrastinating. Then November 1st hit, and majority of my stuff was done. My mm-hmm. personal statement was done, everything. So I just clicked submit. Submit, yes, submit, submit, submit. Mm-hmm. So then that saved me, that saved me like days rather than going yeah. to everything. Yeah. Oh, and another thing, the Common App provides fee waivers. You know, yeah, like that's true too. they're mm-hmm. they're free to apply. Whereas I remember I tried to apply to a school in California, and it was eighty dollars. Oh, yeah, do it. Them application fees. That is another thing about applying for school is the application fees like if like for me I applied to so many schools but I also had like a job too like my senior or the summer before my senior year I was working no going into my senior year too I had a job so I was using like my own money to apply for colleges and then like we did have some like um uh application fee waivers yeah we had some of those but yeah, I forgot about that. It cost yeah. money to even apply. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot. And it was like, I was, because when I saw that, I was like, I'm not going to apply for a school mm-hmm. and spend money on it, and, I, and I'm and i not getting in. Right, yeah. Yeah, I better get a refund. That's what <laughs> I was thinking in my head. Right. <laughs> All right. Um, I have a question. Did y'all, like, go to high school in, like, a really nice, like, or, like, to a really nice school or yeah. in, in a neighborhood that had no. money or anything? Oh, I did okay. my 9th to 11th grade, but then again, I was only there my freshman year. Okay. COVID, and then I transferred. So, so like, your neighborhood school? Yeah. Okay, I did the same thing. My school is a college prep school. Oh, um, I went to a Catholic school. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> my school is a college prep school. I went to a, a Catholic school. Um, so, yeah, that, they taught us about, like, SATs, ACTs, like, probably, like, uh, sophomore year and we didn't get into like the whole common app thing until like our junior year so they've been prepping us for a while um so it was, a, it was actually a really good school 
my cousin went to my same high school. She followed after me. And then my next door neighbor, you know, she followed and went to the same high school I did. So like everybody really wanted to go into that school. Mm, So it's a pretty good school. Yeah, I was going to say that the the type of school that you go to also matters when it comes it to college, like, yeah. preparation. Because my, my freshman and sophomore year, I went to a school that was, like, 45 minutes away from where I lived. And that experience was, like, completely different with preparing for college because it was expected that pretty much everybody, because it was a nice yes. area and the kids had money and stuff. So it was, like, they already knew that they were going to go to college so it wasn't really like discussed it was just like this is what yeah, you're going know. to do this is what you're supposed to do right. but then when I transferred back to my neighborhood school it was like completely different they were right. like shoving college like down our throats right. like y'all right. need to do this y'all need to do that like just so that we can kind of get out and they know it's a lot harder for us and I'm, I'm assuming where you went to college it was just like a lot of people of color where I went to high school yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. School. Mm-hmm. so it's like they're enforcing that because compared to the other school, all the rich people mm-hmm. go to, it's like their parents have money. They don't have to worry about that much. And also, they their have a legacy. To too. It's that legacy pipeline, you know? Yeah. So. No, but literally, we have the same story. Like, mm-hmm. I went to I, I went to the school in the same area because my mom, she was like, she wanted me to have a good education. Right. You know, because... The schools around my neighborhood, they, like, lacked funding or they didn't, like, distribute the funding correctly yeah. for, mm-hmm. you know, resources. So I um, I went to those schools, you know, everything was expected, you know. And yeah. I, like I said, I was just following and doing my work. Um, but then I transferred. And even though I was, like, more advanced with the stuff, like, mm-hmm. um, I was already a- ahead of what they were doing. Right. I didn't understand, like, I didn't know half of the things they knew because, like you said, they were shoving college down our throat. Yeah. So when people asked which school I like better, I would be like, the my prior high school, I received, it, it made me more rigorous and it made me, like, work yeah. hard. But um, my neighborhood high school, it provided me with way more resources exactly, yeah. than I would have ever got. That's definitely know? true. Way more resources and, like, the underfunded or what they call it, underrepresented, yeah, underrepresented communities. Like, we get way more, I feel like, way more information because it's just not, like, just given to us because right. our parents don't, don't really know. First know generation. Like, yeah, 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 so, yeah. And it says here that, like, um, even though we have a high graduation rate, mm-hmm. um, specifically in underrepresented communities or underrepresented schools, mm-hmm. we contribute to like the six percent of dropouts. So, you know, so out of the twenty six thousand, eighteen thousand of them are people from underrepresented schools. He's right. Yeah. So you know, but with let's use the comment app for an example. Mm-hmm. You know. Say we're using the comment app, there are a certain set of sections that you have, which are the requirements, which I suggest all of you guys should do during the summer. And I'll speak about SAT, ACT, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yes, each school has their own minimum testing requirement, and some you could apply for tests optional. Personally, I wasn't a good test taker, but my if my score was better than the... Um, schools average then I would submit my score and I forgot I think I applied for like 
one school or whatever and I put my test score and it was below average mm-hmm. and then I got waitlisted. So <laughs> Um, it, it, it differs for who, but if it benefits you, then you should most definitely do it. And if you're getting Bright Futures, which I think is, um, a 27 for the ACT, no, 29 for the ACT for full and a 1350 for full. So yeah, make sure you guys do that over the summer because you will not have time during your senior year. True. Awesome. Roll yourself in SAT, sorry. Also, enroll yourself in SAT and ACT um, courses. And I think, aren't the SAT um, practice tests, aren't they free? I heard that. Yeah, the ACT ones are free. ACT. Like, if you if you register for it, they provide, um, provide them. And then they're also, like, Khan Academy. Mm-hmm. I couldn't yeah. get into Khan Academy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Videos be too long. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, definitely do that. Use your um, resources. Yeah, and then um, also extracurricular activities are important because um, even if you are like focused on your work and you have a high GPA, it's kind of easier to get a 4.0 when you're not doing anything versus getting a 4.0 when you're like um, involved in, it doesn't have to be sports, but like I was on the basketball, I did flag football, I was in National Honor Society and then a couple of other like clubs and stuff. So that also looks good to show that you're involved. And then being involved helps you get letters of recommendation as well from um, like coaches or from an instructor or something like that. Even teachers, like if you want to start it, start clubs, uh, volunteer hours, stuff like that is important. To piggyback off that, um, what I had to realize is that college, it's not you going there so it could look good for you. It's how you can look good for the college. You right. Know? Mm-hmm. So... Um, fam, we build leaders, you know. Yeah. So a heavy thing that I put on myself because I didn't actually know I was going to fam until later. Yet I still applied. I still applied to like uh. all the schools that you know I was interested in. So yeah, I made sure that if I were in an extracurricular, it wasn't just a member. I tried to like um, receive like any type of leadership position right. or make an impact in that sport or organization you Mm -hmm. know just to show that i'm not putting something just under my belt i'm trying to show that i'm doing something which is what they want you to do in college they want you to make an impact yeah the best thing when i was applying the number one thing that like they were telling me like this is the time for you to brag on yourself so all the hard work that you put in through high school being a captain of a team or uh, president or vice president of like some club put all of that on there when you have to write your essays and stuff you have to like show that you have some type of like leadership qualities too so yeah that is important but we can ask amber amber where do you put all those types of credentials and stuff to brag about like when you're applying for something your resume obviously yes you had to submit resumes no, I didn't have to. That's yeah, why I'm like, you oh, submitted a resume. I had to I submit a resume. Answered, no. Did I we never. submit a resume to apply here? No, I never had to. I don't to. think for here, but for like for other schools, probably. Yeah. Damn. I I I did Questbridge. Oh, I did I work think on I a did. resume in high school. I remember working on my resume. Me too. Oh. I never. Did I have to upload it on the Common App? Well, y'all brains are resting. <laughs> no, for real. Like, no. do I? Did, I'm like, I know I did a resume in high school, but yeah, I don't yeah. remember. 
ever using it. The comment, I, it had an option to upload. It was because yeah. a lot of things are optional, y'all. But yeah. if it's optional, please do Just it. Just do it, yeah. It will look way better. Like I, like I said in our previous episode, it was optional for me to um, provide like my drawings for Howard's architecture program. Mm-hmm. And I got rejected because I didn't. Well, I got waitlisted because I didn't. And as soon as I submitted my drawings... Mm-hmm. They accepted me. So, whatever makes you stand out, because that's what colleges want. They want you to stand out. Yeah. yeah. But um, you said resumes, which are important. But another place that you can brag about yourself is... Your personal statement. Isn't a personal statement? is basically just like a summary of like yourself and the things that you've done in school. Right? right? Yeah, basically. Yeah, so, <laughs> y'all, okay, so colleges have separate essays or whatever, like, different types of topics, but a general one they have is your personal statement, mm-hmm. which is anything you could write about, and it's essentially supposed to show how you grew as a person. Yeah. Me, personally, I either put my personal statement, or I put one where it was, like, overcoming an obstacle, and how I did, did I, too. whatever, because, you know, we all have challenges, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, personal statement, testing, resume, well-rounded student, and now it's time to get into financials. Okay. Y'all, <laughs> if you want to go to college, you need money. And if you research, you know that co- um, college is expensive. Very. Very. It is a business. It really is a business. Family Very is a expensive. big business. Mm-hmm. So that's why we recommend for you guys to do the FAFSA, <laughs> which I am struggling with right now, um, specifically financial aid. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so y'all, yeah. FAFSA is like government money to pay for your school. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they used to open around November first. No, October first. October, yeah. October first, and now they moved it to December. December. So make sure y'all get that done. And then you have to make sure, especially when you're first getting into college, heck, even like while you're still here, you need to get the financial information from your parents. And that was like my biggest struggle in high school, trying to get my mom. You know how many fights? Trying to get my mom to like. I don't want to give them my taxes. No, for real. I don't want to give them my taxes. Or just looking for the documents. Like, that's. Or she don't want to give it. It wasn't even not giving it to them. She didn't want to give it to me. To yeah. And I didn't like right. so that I would like, lady, I'm not gonna steal your identity. Like, come on. But yeah, yeah I had yeah, to yeah. like give basically give my mom like my password and stuff so that she can go online and do it herself. But yeah, right. you have to make sure that you're especially if you're thinking about college, but your parents have not mentioned it. You have to make sure that you tell them about fast. Right. Like, How long did it take you to complete your fast? Like the first time you ever did it. It took me a minute to complete it yeah it took me like i think i was working on my uh fafsa application for a couple weeks yeah because i didn't we didn't know like what was right and what was wrong like what can we put i was afraid i was gonna like accidentally put something wrong and then they arrest me for like fraud (laughs) Fraud, yeah i was so afraid my mom was like i was applying for the scholarship and she was just like put zero for everything i was like (laughs) i was like okay (laughs) you ain't got no savings you ain't got no money your check is account you ain't got no money 
She was like, girl, don't put them hundred dollars on there. Like, okay. <laughs> I was so afraid. But mm-hmm. then I did it and yeah, y'all. So a good thing about that, um, for like low income families, it's very good. Yeah. Um, so if if expected family contribution, right? EFC. Yes. If it's zero, then you'll be able to receive more money. But don't get mad when you don't get a lot of money because a lot of us don't get that much money from it. That you know? Part. Yeah. And last thing with the fast one, I'm sorry, I like money. So <laughs> the last thing with fast fun, the earlier you do it, the more money you get. Mm-hmm. I waited like I still got a good amount because I also received the Pell Grant. Yeah, me too. Which is good, y'all. So make sure you know you do it early. Uh, yeah, I could have got more money, but I got a decent amount. So the earlier you do it, the better it is. Mm-hmm. Um. So, Janaya, mm-hmm. you know, because we were talking about this before. Uh, how was it like your freshman year, like with your friends and stuff when they came to college? Do you think they were prepared? You know? No, uh, no, I don't even really think I was prepared, even though I had spent years like since middle school preparing for college. I don't really think that any of us was pre- prepared to be here. Major all of the people actually that I came in with. At fam, like people that went to my high school, half of them left the first semester and then they did not come back after the second semester. I think only only one person that I went to school that I went to high school with that came here, one person graduated, everybody else dropped out and then I'm, I'm graduating, but late. But yeah, like no, they wasn't really prepared mentally at all. Right. <laughs> so Amber, what do you think are some factors that like? make people feel that they're not prepared, you know, for college life. For college life. Or preparing to manage college, you know? Mm -hmm. I guess just, like, the whole experience, like, of college, like, um, just staying on top of, you know, your lectures and and your homework, maybe that's enough just to, you know, drop out. Because, like, in high school, you had your professors that are on top of you. 24 7 mm-hmm. compared to when you come to college no one is on top of you no one's going to tell you hey you missed this assignment you need to bring it in you know if you missed it you missed it you lose points right mm-hmm. so it's it's just probably just like the independence you know yeah. that's so sad mm-hmm. like i know people said it and i thought i was prepared but like your professors do not check up on you like no, they don't if they, they, they put those zeros in <laughs> with the quickness and right. they don't care either yeah. like no they don't compared to high school and it's crazy because when i was like applying for college and like teachers used to say that like oh you're not they're not gonna baby babysit you yeah. in college and da 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 it just kind of go in one ear and not the other and then right. you get here and you're like oh wait i do have like all the freedom to right. do whatever i want to sit down nobody's like telling me to do this and do that but then you completely forget about like your yeah. work and stuff. Yeah. So, but yeah. then you then you're the one that ends up going to the teacher, and then we go to the yeah. office hours. <laughs> right, right. The they don't hours. come to us. You go to them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. But a factor. Well, I it's a it's a factor for me too because college is expensive. But mm-hmm. um, I was blessed. But I have friends who are out of state or whatever. And then they, they're, like, struggling. And I know at least, like, four people that mm-hmm. I thought were good friends. You know, we're still friends who are going back to their home. Um, yeah. 
home universities because they were like it's too expensive and they can't manage yeah my um i have a niece i know i'm 26 but my niece is 19 about to be 20 she took a gap year and she's trying to go to college starting in the spring um we have tried to like convince her to stay in florida or to stay home and like go to community college at least for like the first year first semester just to kind of like get used to being back in school but she wants to go out of state she got accepted to a school in maryland and she has to pay thirty thousand dollars up front to go to school she don't got no scholarships no nothing she just wants to go to the school and then needs an additional she got some of the money but she needs like an additional five grand to be able to go so it's like you have to think about that stuff too because college is hella expensive especially if you're trying to go out of state like it's crazy no because i got accepted to the school in new jersey and they were like they gave me like an eighteen thousand dollar scholarship right Mm -hmm. but the out of state it's forty eight thousand, exactly. and the in state is thirty thousand. Don't put a dent in nothing. So I'm paying. <laughs> I'm paying in state. You know that yeah. scholarship didn't do anything. You don't do nothing. What I would what I recommended to your niece. Well, you you did recommend it to her is going to a community college. A lot of people actually look down on it. It's like, oh, you're going to a junior college. Like you're pretty dumb. And it's like, no, you're dumb. Yeah. Because uh, you're spending so much money. Um, on a four-year institution. Meanwhile, you can save money going to a two-year and then transferring to a four-year. Um, I know for, I would recommend AAs for people who don't know what they want to do necessarily. You know, they want to get the gist of college life. Um, you can do that with like just half the price and then just transfer. Or if you don't have the best grades, I know in high school I didn't have the best grades which is why I went to a community college. Mm-hmm. And it was actually a really good community college. Don't get me wrong. Um, so I boosted my GPA up, and I was able to transfer. I did get accepted into school out of state. Two schools, but I was too chicken, and I didn't go. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to finish my two years here. And mm-hmm. I did. And now um, I graduate in the summer this year. So, oh my gosh, that's crazy. Yeah. So I and then when are you graduating? I graduate in two weeks, three weeks. Yeah. Oh, you're graduating <laughs> this semester? Oh my gosh. I'm out of here, yes. finally. It's so sad. I have a friend who's also grad. I met her instead. I didn't know she was a senior until, mm-hmm. until I saw her post. I was like, where was I? Yeah. yeah. I'm but yeah, y'all, do not sleep on junior college or community college literally um and plus you have a higher chance of getting accepted if you don't have um well it's like something called an automatic acceptance at least with community colleges in florida you Mm -hmm. know they have like partner schools and stuff and last thing that kind of coincides with credits sometimes if say yeah, yeah say you're taking dual enrollment AP, ACE, or you have your AA, and you all of those are credits. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you guys, that's why you have to research. Sometimes your college that you want to go to will not accept those credits. Yeah. Yeah. So then I, you have to do something over. Yeah. yeah, I know for me, I got my AA, I graduated. I had 60 credits, and a lot of them didn't transfer. I think like 43 of them transferred, and that got me really tight. 
<laughs> so now it really did. Because now I have to take Another prereqs. semester, basically. Yeah. They have me taking statistics and biology. I failed biology so many times. But I did take biology at my community college. And I passed. But they but won't accept it. They won't accept it. And I know another grade. I got a D. In New York, a D is passing. Mm-hmm. Here in FAMU, it's, it's a C. So I have to retake the class. And I absolutely hate it. So. Yeah. That's, like you said, that's important to know. Like, um, you have to really look at the schools that you're trying to go to as well. Like, when you're preparing for college. Because depending on what your major is, some of the some of the credits from like a uh from high school if you're taking like an ap course or um even from a community college like it won't transfer over or it's literally not on your track at all at the at the school that you're trying to go to so yeah no for real i wonder why they do that to be honest because it's like it just seems like they just want to keep you here longer just to get more money yeah i think a smart thing is if you know like like for example um if you know that you want to go to fam but you didn't like get accepted i think that is smart to go to like tcc TCC, because you have the tcc to famu or tcc to fsu and even in orlando we got valencia valencia straight to ucf like they have that um curriculum track where you can go straight to the university and then all of your credits will transfer over so yeah all right, so this is the last thing because we talked about everything that's a need, 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 need. So this is like a want. Um, so what were some factors for y'all when you were applying for college, and what's something that made you stay here? You know, rather than be like, oh, I can drop out or oh, like mm-hmm. things that made you stay rather than leave, like your peers. You know. Um, I know something that definitely made me stay. For one, my parents, because <laughs> um, they're like, you need to go to college. But also, like, my dad has been saving for me to go to college since I was conceived. Oh, wow. So just that Must pressure. Be nice. wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. So, and also, biggest factor is obviously just having a better life for, for my daughter, because mm-hmm. I have a daughter now, and also myself, just for us. Yeah. Um, and not to say that college, I mean, college is, is a big aspect in that. Um, but I feel like I'm going to be all right yeah. without yeah. it. So, but that that's, that's, those are the reasons why I stay. And just to show my daughter, like, you know, education is, is important, no matter, like, where you get it from, whether you do it yourself or whether you go to college, you know. So, yeah. yeah. So for me, when, um, some things that I consider when preparing to go to college was definitely like where I wanted to go. I always knew I wanted to go to an HBCU. Mm. So I literally applied to like all of them. Right. <laughs> all of them. And um, what's crazy is that I actually did a project about FAMU when I was in like really? the seventh grade. Yeah. Oh. And I actually have a FAMU jacket from like middle school. Oh. And yeah, because I always wanted to go to FAM. She's calling. Yeah, for real. <laughs> so I always wanted to go to FAM. And, you know, of course I'm here. And that's probably like the major reason why I stayed because it's just always been something like that I just knew that I was going to be a family grad and I actually I know I told y'all but like I stopped going to school for like a little minute so what made me stay was just like to prove it to myself that I can finish despite right. like mm-hmm. all the things that I've experienced and stuff so yeah mm-hmm. and my mom because she wasn't for me i don't know for college i was just looking for some place 
where it's fun, mm-hmm. but it's academics. Like, I, because freshman year, they will always ask me where I wanted to go. I was like, OMG, I want to go to Princeton major. And really? I was like, I want to go to Princeton major. I didn't know what I wanted to major in. Uh-huh. But I was like, I want to go to Princeton. Like, it's been Princeton from 9th to 10th. And then I was like, yeah, no. Because <laughs> it was so much work. I was like... I want to enjoy my college experience. Right. And it was like getting a... It's because it's a good degree from getting one from FAM. But then I didn't even know I was going to FAM. Um, but it fit my criteria. Mm-hmm. It was like, I want somewhere fun. I don't want anywhere that's really cold. Yeah, it gets cold, but not like it's cold, cold. <laughs> you know? And then I yeah. wanted like a diverse community, you know? Because right, this is at HBCU. Yeah. But right across is... Um, yeah, um, Princeton had like a four yeah, percent black population. That's so I, I was HBCU I, down since middle school. No, I'm for like, real, I always wanted to go. Like, I decided I'm like I want to go to HBCU and mm-hmm. in, in <clears throat> high school because um, my cousin, he's a Q, and he like I don't know he found out about this black college tour, and I was like, yeah, I went on. We saw like um, we went to NCAT, mm-hmm. we went to Spelman, we went to Clark, we went. To Norfolk, we went to Delaware State, and just seeing that. the yeah. ambiance of the black people, I was like, "Oh, this is beautiful!" Yeah. I was like, "I want to go so bad." I went to Morgan, I went everywhere, and just connecting with my peers, it was a beautiful thing. It felt like family, so I was like, "I need yeah. to go to HBC." I love that. I wish it's I would have did something like that in high school. Yeah. I don't even know why HBC was in my mind, but I knew I wasn't yeah. going nowhere else except for <laughs> right. to an HBCU. Well, yeah, yeah, me too. I don't know, y'all. Like. I feel like in high school, because I went to, like, a predominantly white high school, okay. like, my freshman and so- freshman and junior year, and it was, like, I don't know, I wasn't really surrounded by, like, black excellence, and it was, like, I was, I always felt like I had to prove myself, you know, mm-hmm. like, I'm just as good as anybody yeah. else, and maybe better, but then, <laughs> but then, no, going maybe. here, going here, I was, like, okay, like, when because this is the oh i saw howard that was the only tour because i didn't have the money to like go i i don't think i went on any tours my mom like she didn't take me so i just watched videos and then i went to howard and then i saw morehouse but then i was like something was like fam and then Mm -hmm. i i come for orientation and then i was like yeah i'm spending all four years yeah that's that's what they told us in our college tour it's like it's different seeing a college on for sure and online, but they were like once you like on co- on campus, you can tell whether you're gonna you know be there for yeah. the rest of you know, especially if you get the opportunity to like speak to students too yeah. and like kind of I don't want to say like pick their brain, but like on your tour if you get lost or something, you just ask somebody for like directions and you see that they're like nice and you know whatever like it makes you actually want to come here. It's mm-hmm. like oh, okay, people are welcoming inviting like everybody walk around with their headphones on and just not not want to talk right. to like people will actually open yeah. up to you yeah so yeah. yeah it's a it's a culture that makes me stay so. definitely Same. yeah absolutely yeah. yeah so what other school would you have chose if not for family i actually okay i know i said i want to go to fam like for years mm-hmm. but towards the end of my senior year i switched and wanted to go to howard Mm-hmm. And I had literally submitted everything to go to Howard. At the last minute, I decided I didn't want to. <laughs> and then submitted my information for FAM, like, I think the day of the deadline. And then that's when I went. But Howard was definitely going to be, like, my choice. They just didn't give me enough money to go. 
Really? Yeah. I didn't know where I was going. <laughs> I when I tell you I applied to every school, like any school that emailed me, every I actually maxed out my comment app thing and I tried deleting and trying to add, but they won't let you delete. <laughs> Um, anything you already applied for. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, then I, I like narrowed it down or whatever. And then it was like, it was Howard, mm-hmm. it was Howard, FAM, FIU, and a school in New York. But, mm-hmm. oh, and in Cali. But I was like, I was scared. I didn't want to go. <laughs> you didn't want to go? You should have. You would have loved New York. Yeah, I thought so. But I was also like, I don't know. I feel like, I feel that. I did the risk of going away from home already, mm-hmm. and I want to visit New York before I actually... Um, Make that full move. Yeah. yeah. And then when I got my scholarship, I was like, F everything, I'm going to family. Like, <laughs> I was like, I'm going. Somebody was talking. Wait, what school did you apply to in New York? Was it NYU? Um, I applied for New York University and then yeah, the okay. New York Institute of Technology. I applied for everything, PACE. All oh, you went to, yeah, I visited PACE. My mom wanted me to go to PACE so bad. I was like, Mm-mm. It's, it's, I'm, <laughs> it's I'm a, a city boy. I'm yeah. a city boy. I apply for every school in the city. In the city yeah. 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 To be honest, I I didn't even take um, geographic location into consideration yeah. when I was applying for school yeah. because had I known that half of our HBCs are in, are literally in the middle of freaking, I won't say in the in the middle of nowhere because I mean some of them are in. I guess major cities or neighboring to I mean, a ma- major city. The only ones I think about that are in major cities are um, Clark, Spelman, Morehouse, yeah. and Howard. Howard. Yeah. That's it. If I would have known else. that, I probably would have been like a little bit more pressed to go to like Howard yeah. or go to Clark. But yeah, I didn't even take that into consideration yeah. because Tallahassee, especially going from Orlando, <laughs> Tallahassee sucks. I know. I hate being I here. But anyway. Yeah. I love my HBC. You know? <laughs> I love my school, but Lord, yeah. I wish it was in a different city. Alright. Well, actually, I have a question. Okay. Um, would you guys recommend anything other than college to a person who's like, hey, I don't want to go to college. I don't want to go to a four-year. I don't want to go to a two-year. I think my mom she she told me because she has a degree in education mm-hmm. or whatever and then she's like people make more money than me investing in stocks and stuff so it's like she told me you don't have to go to college but you need to have a plan yeah so I'm not gonna knock anyone down as mm-hmm. long as you have a plan of what you're going to do so whether it's trade school you're trying to um, be certified in something you know, you're going to a junior college or you have your own hustle. Just make sure that you're committing and that you see actual growth, you know, because yeah. for us in college, we're struggling right now mm-hmm. so that we can make the money later. And my plan, make the money later. <laughs> but no, yeah. see, you have to you have to speak into existence. You know? Truly. <laughs> my mindset is make the money now and then retire early. So yeah, I, I don't know. have to. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I agree with that. I don't have anything to add to that. Definitely consider trade school and other options. But yeah, yeah. like people who do plumbing and stuff. Like when they get when they get those, they get more money than um, people who actually get a degree. Yeah, and- my my stepdad is a plumber. My mom, she got her degree like later on in um, accounting, and my stepdad is a plumber. He makes crazy like money as a plumber a licensed plumber like he makes a lot of freaking money so yeah and that's 
always an option. What, what they call them? Blue collar or is it white collar? Blue, blue collar. collar. Blue collar jobs. Those are needed. They They're are. very important. So, you know, you don't have to be a business person or a lawyer. Like, you can get a trade and it'll right. be beneficial. Yeah. yeah. Not for real. But... This is our last and final episode of Beyond the Sets. I am one of your hosts, Amber. I'm Janaya. And I'm Kiran. Thank you guys so much for joining us for this finale. And good luck on everything. Especially if you're applying to college. I guess. <laughs> so we'll see you whenever we see you. Bye. Bye.